so he takes his lighter and he burned off my straps. I was like sitting there and the whole band is like wide-eyed like, what is he doing? All right, how long have you been recording then? Not long. I've just been oh, practicing okay. my runs. I'm waiting for you. Oh, gosh. You're so uh-huh. much better than I am with that. I'm so bad at that. Um, well, I, d- I just found a few online that I thought were cool, so I uh-huh. had to make sure I can still do it, considering I don't sing all the- every week all the time, so I, know, I don't want to lose I know. it. And I went back and did this um, New Year's Eve gig and was like, ooh, okay. Even though it's only been a couple months, it definitely... But I can still do it. I can still do uh-huh. it. God, of course you can. <laughs> I have not sung since. Uh, well, actually, I sang New Year's Eve. New yeah, Year's Eve, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But that's um, why we're here. Gosh, this yes. is going to be interesting since all of these, my children, half of my children are still here because yeah. of COVID protocols and all of that uh, garbage. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's a um, bummer. So they're they're in and out of school. I'm shocked. My kids are still in school. I'm shocked that yeah, it I know. Affected. I'm really. <laughs> It's really surprising. We got a letter from the school that was like, it's inevitable, so just be yeah. <laughs> It's going to happen at some point. But for now, we're yeah. good. On Monday morning, Nora was in school for two hours, and they called oh. me I'm like, Nora's have been in close contact. She needs to come home in quarantine. I was like, she's literally been in school for two hours. Who? Who? Who oh brought their kid God. to school that was sick? That they like, what? Oh, come on, so people. frustrating. So frustrating. Oh, so God. anyway, so she's hopefully able to go back tomorrow, and um, but we'll see. Well, at least... <laughs> I walked downstairs this morning and stubbed my toe on a fruit snack. <laughs> a soup crack? A soup crack because it was so hard and stuck to the floor. Like cracked my toe on it. It was like a rock. It was a rock. It was a rock on the living room floor. It was leftover. Was like, from we haven't even brain. had the. I don't know where it came from. If it's that hard, rock hard, it's obviously leftover from when my sweet Bernadette was with you. Because she yeah, is, but she's been gone quite some time. Which yeah. means someone found it, someone licked it <laughs> to make it hard, and Ew. then left it until someone I cracked my licked toe on it, it to make it hard. <laughs> that just came out of your mouth. <laughs> That's what she said. (laughs) That was a bad one. Yes, it was. That went right over my head, too. I didn't even recognize it. Oh, that's going to make me laugh forever. Yeah, that was a bad one. Speaking of that, just speaking of that, we were playing Jenga with the kids the other night. And put it in the hole. (laughs) No, Rose kept saying Jack kept taking out pieces that were making it really unstable. Yeah. And Rose just kept saying, oh, you're making it hard. You're touching it. You're making it hard. You're making it hard. I was like, stop it. This is as bad as porn corn. Stop it. Porn corn. Oh porn corn. That is hilarious. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's great. I know. Rose, is, Rose has been on a roll. She's been on an absolute roll of ridiculousness. First, mm. yesterday she came home from our neighbor's house after playing in the dark, and she came banging on the front door just crying. And I was like, what's wrong? Oh, my gosh. And she said, I'm afraid. And I'm like, what are you afraid of? I'm afraid of Gollum. Oh, like, oh okay. Honey. Me too, honey. <laughs> yeah, Gollum. Remember, he fell into the big fire at the end. He's gone. It's okay. You don't have oh. to worry about Gollum. Maybe the four-year-old was too young to watch Lord of the Rings. I don't know. <laughs> Perhaps. I don't know. Perhaps. How many orc heads do you have to see lopped off before you're desensitized? <laughs> I know. Yeah, your kids are long gone desensitized to that type of stuff, oh. I think. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, we're we're back, yeah. and it's it's past New Year's Eve. We've had shows. Bernadette has been safely returned to me uh, <laughs> and all of that jazz. So we, we figured we'd give a nice 
updated episode of our final gig of the year of 2021 and kind of an update on my cancer progression um, or mm-hmm. deprogression as it as it goes. And that's that's it. So that's going to be the theme of this of this week's episode and or this month's episode. So um, although both of us have random January weddings, though, so maybe we'll do another little one. But. Well, we do, except I don't think I'm making that one. Mine, mine actually. Oh, then never yeah, mind. Mine already passed. And I think I'm going to okay. actually bow out of my February wedding, too, because my Good. doctor. Yeah, my doctor basically was like. You probably shouldn't be running around and, and jumping around with people um, in the well, middle of your immune depressed uh, Yeah, state. I was going to say, <laughs> you're in like the least good spot right now to get COVID without right, an exactly. immune system at all. Any you sickness. Already, uh, I mean, and, any, any sickness. Yeah, the flu, <clears> even a cold, right, even a cold would not be ideal. It would just, it would mm-hmm. just put extra pressure on my immune system. So I'd rather not What deal. immune system at this point? Exactly, exactly. But we yeah. do have some fun things before we talk about my cancer. Yeah, so... <clears throat> Bernadette was an absolute pleasure to have mm. here for the month that she was here. Mm. Oh my gosh, the my kids bee. miss her. They miss her so much. It's hilarious. They, <laughs> they want to talk to her. They say the things that she says, oh, like, like Sucrack. I was gonna say we said that snacks. we said that before, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we didn't tell people that Sucrack yeah. is how Bernie says fruit snack. Fruit snack. Yeah, yeah. Sucracks. Oh, it's just great. They they reference her all the time. Anyway, she's so special. She was such a good girl on the plane, which I was a little worried because I have not traveled with a child in a long time. <laughs> it's been always just been me. So she was she was great. She had her her usual like. I want to put, she kept kicking the seat in front of her and I was like, (laughs) but in one of the planes, she just stretched out her arms while she was walking down the aisle and just hit everybody in every (laughs) row on the way to the seat. (laughs) And I kept saying, Bernadette, stop, Bernie, 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 stop, Daddy, put your hands down. And then like, obviously you stay in the row sometimes or stay in the middle Mm -hmm. of the lane sometimes while people are getting their crap together. And she just rested her hand on this guy's bicep that was sitting in his seat. She just rested on it. And he like kind of looked at me and I like shrugged my shoulders and just mouthed like, I'm sorry. There's <laughs> She's she, not mine. She just, she just started rubbing his arm. Oh like, my rubbing gosh. His bicep, left her hand on his leg. Oh my gosh. Like, Wait, describe that? this man. Oh my gosh. He was he, like, when I say bicep, that was it. Mm-hmm. Like nice, like short, <laughs> tight shirt, big bicep sticking out, like probably in his forties, like handsome. So dude. he does this just for the two year old to feel him up on a plane. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. But he was great. He you know, obviously didn't care. She's so smart anyway. <laughs> so yeah, she was great. She kept trying to pull the tray down and then she would slam it back up oh, and want me yep. to lock it and then want me to unlock it and then slam it back up and want me to unlock it. And same thing with the window. Up and down and up and down. Oh and up yeah. And down. I was yep. like, Bernie, stop. Stop, stop. No, I'm not doing it. No, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it anymore. You want a soup crack? You want a soup crack? <laughs> Zig and Charco, you want to watch something? Ugh. But no, she was she was great. The problem we ran into was because she's not mine, I was a little nervous about traveling with her mm-hmm. that maybe the airline would stop us. So right. anyway, I get to my connecting flight and I need her to, <clears throat> because you booked the tickets separately. Right. We needed to sit together. We weren't sitting together. So random two-year-old sitting by themselves in a seat. Yeah. Everybody's sitting around at the gate. There's no one lined up at the guy running the gate. So I was like, oh, I guess now's a good time. We still have some time. <clears throat> so I go up. You know how they have like little ropes? It's not long. It's maybe six feet long just right. to start the line up to the desk. Yeah. So I just like, I go up to the, <laughs> I leave Bernie sitting in her seat. <laughs> I'm like, Bernie, sit here. Shove your face full of these fries, and I'll be right back. <laughs> like, I can see her. She's like, you know, 50 feet away. What? That anyway. is way far, Maybe Susanna. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe closer. I don't know. She was a few rows of seats away. I can see her. In an airport. Away. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> she <laughs> thinks that busy. you don't tell your sister with her two-year-old. <laughs> 
She was fine. She was very much within view. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she was trying to share her fries with a guy next door sitting in the seat. Oh, Bernie. Uh, anyway, so she, I go up to the guy to get our seats changed, and I didn't walk around the rope. I just, like, went under the rope, mm-hmm. which it was, like, no big deal. So I look at the guy, and the guy was so funny. He was <laughs> like, oh, really? Oh, really? You're just going to go under the rope instead of around the rope? And I was like, oh, I don't know. He's like, oh, really? Would we be doing limbo? He gets on the loudspeaker. Oh. He picks up his thing. <laughs> What? Picks up his last beer and goes, hello, everyone. I'm here at gate whatever, 16. <gasps> and this lady right here, Miss Pepper, she would like, to, I'm, I'm doing it like I'm talking into a radio right now. <laughs> she would like to do the limbo. Who wants to see Miss Pepper here do the limbo? Come on, give her a round Are of applause. Are you Everybody shitting me? in the area starts applauding. What? Oh, my yeah. God. How have you kept this from me for so long? I told you. I told you when I did. I was like, oh, my God. I have such a story for you. He oh. starts. Everybody starts applauding. I do the limbo. So under Zana. The the, obviously, I had to do it. I could oh not do it. I go God. under. Everybody cheers. I take a bow to everyone around me. So, what? How? how? I'm speechless. How do these things happen to you? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! I don't know. All I did was go under the rope. It wasn't like I was trying to be funny. <laughs> I wasn't trying to do anything. I just went under the rope. I didn't want to walk around an extra ten feet. Unbelievable. Bernie's sitting there like, "What's going on?" Oh okay. my god! She's like hilarious. I couldn't tell if he was trying to make fun of me or if he was just being trying to be fun. You're like, you picked the wrong like... person because I will, <laughs> I will do everything you tell me to right now. Yeah. Be like, I would have done the exact same thing. Too. If for that oh, to, yeah. to myself as you are doing right now if I were switched totally. positions yeah totally yeah so I'm like does does he have this happen a lot is he annoyed and he's just gonna make an example of me but I love it so I don't know <laughs> but it backfired because I love it <laughs> he was so funny anyway he's trying to get us to sit together and he's like how who is she to you and I was like oh uh, she's Here my niece. the question <clears throat> yeah yeah and then all of a sudden it just gets in this this big to do because they could not he could not understand how she had her own separate ticket because she was like how did a two-year-old book her own ticket there's well, no way how did this airline allow this to happen it couldn't figure it out in the meantime like our our flight's getting ready to board and i'm like are they gonna give me a hard time about this like are they not gonna let me fly with her i'm in like i don't know atlanta or something I'm like what am i gonna do they bring over all kinds of extra people they're oh looking gosh. at it they're like having me call you ask how right. did you i remember you ticket? calling me oh because when you were like how did you book this ticket and i was like i i i couldn't really remember i i don't remember putting in her age because they have like two brackets they have yeah two to, like infant on lap that you can do later and then they have the two to eleven range and then mm-hmm. they have like just an adult and i think i must have just done adult but then again, well, but then again, that is I, what happened. It is okay because, but then I had happened. to have put yeah. her birthday in. So, so apparently, apparently, it just automatically copied my birthday because I go, "Who's what, what's her birthday?" And I was like, "Uh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, like couldn't remember her birthday for the life of me." And I'm like, "No, I, I really do know this child. I'm not stealing her." <laughs> oh, my well, God, right. I mean, so nerve wracking. You think about that, and like, how easy would that have been if her ticket was booked? Like, if you guys were booked together and she was just next to you as if, like, you just booked right. her as a two-year-old and she was traveling with you. Like, how easy right. is that for people to book a ticket mm-hmm. for somebody who, for a kid well, who's not yours? Well, the thing is, it, it was that easy. Because the know. first trip, when I left Raleigh, 
it, I, I went up and did the same thing and it was no problem. They were like, yep, you're sitting together. Here you go. And I was like, okay. Weird. So I don't know if they just didn't understand that it was the baby that was with me and that was, that needed her own seat. I don't know. But yeah. So what ended up happening was <laughs> they go, what's her birthday? And I finally told them their birthday and they were like, well, it says here that she was born in 1987. And I was like, nope, I was born in 1987. <laughs> she clearly was not born in 1987. <laughs> She's clearly not 34 years old. <laughs> no. So mm-hmm. it was fine. And they, and they got it all set and ready to go and we boarded but I was like oh the one thing I was afraid of like I didn't have her birth certificate with me I didn't even have a letter from you saying like it's okay right to carry this to, to have this child but anyway she was she was so good but on the way home I only stayed with you for a second because it was right before Christmas mm-hmm. on the way home I stopped at Starbucks to get uh my Heather coffee and <laughs> the guy the guy at Starbucks so he clearly had alopecia Oh, right? so he's got like big, big spots on his head, and he's a guy, so he's not able to cover it like I am, because Susie um, has alopecia. If anybody forgot, <laughs> okay. <laughs> In case anybody didn't hear Ali say it one thousand <laughs> times, God. Um, yeah. So he he clearly had he had like a big like half dollar size um, spot on one side and a couple like hmm. quarter size on the other side. Anyway, and um, so I go up to him and I get my coffee and I was like, I feel you. I don't pain. mean to be. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude. Do you have alopecia? And he was like, yeah. And I go, me too, dude. Me too. And he like gave a high five. And so we just like, Aww. thankfully there, there wasn't, there weren't too many people behind me. So we were able to talk about it for a few seconds, Aww. but he was awesome. He was so cute. He was, it looked like he was my age, the same thing. And both of us were like, what the hell? And he's yeah. like, I know. Mm. He's like, how long have you had it? I'm like, two years. And he's like, how long have you? He's like, a year and a half, man. I was like, God, I, they told me it would be done by now. He's like, I know, I know. It's so annoying. I've tried to do the steroids. I did the steroids. No. <laughs> it was so cute. And it's like giving me a high five. And I was like, you know what? It's okay, though. And he's like, yeah, you know, I used to wear hats all the time when I was here. I just gave up. My wife was just like, you know, who cares? It mm-hmm. doesn't matter. It's fine. And the he had like a really full head of hair. If you if he didn't have the spots on the side, it would have had like a huge head of hair. Yeah. And both of us were just like, I go, you know what? We'll get through it. It's all right. Yeah. We'll get through it. It'll yeah. be fine. And we we're like, yeah. And so he kept calling. So I always give, obviously, I give my name Pepper. So I think people think that's my first name <clears throat> a lot of the time. So he's like, you know what, Pepper? We'll get through it. And we both like gave each other a high five. I was like, you got this. He's like, you got this. <laughs> it's very cute. Yeah. I, I'm very, telling very you, cute. like people, when you go through things. Like, maybe you just don't notice it or whatever, but I'm sure he thought about that and remembered that forever. Obviously, you've remembered it and thought I of do, it for yeah. the past few weeks before being actually telling me this story. And, like, totally. It's so nice. Like, I, I, like again, those little things that keep you guys connected or keep people connected when they're going through stuff. Like, yeah. It brings out the humanity and, and of people, and it really, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. I, when when you struggle with someone or with, with a group of people, or it's it's... Yeah, it's very it's very bonding. I actually I read some not alone. meme or something yet the other day that said um, the easiest way to get through something is to find somebody who just has been diagnosed with the same thing you have, and like you mm-hmm. guys can help each other through because you can yeah. give like a, it wasn't exactly those words, but it was something along those lines of like finding that camaraderie and that support system helps mm-hmm. you. And obviously, totally. I mean, it seems it seems so obvious when you say it out loud, but. Yeah, sometimes yeah, it takes when a you're, second. you're struggling inwardly with something and something that is so outwardly noticeable. 
right. which is hard. But yeah, it was really nice to just to talk to someone else. And it's interesting, too, because like I said, most people are done in a year. And he was like, oh, it's been a year and a half for me. I'm like, oh, it's been two years for me. Right. Yeah. And both of us are still kind of back at square one. You know, if they had told me back <sighs> back when I first was diagnosed with it, that it was going to two years later, I was still going to basically be at square one. I'd be. Well, that's no, no, just I'd... because they knew that your sister was about to lose her hair in two years and that you yeah. had to kind of make sure that you were mentally OK with it so that you could walk me through it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Great. I don't really like you that much. <laughs> well, he did make a good point of saying that his doctor, which my doctor did not say, but his doctor said that it um, cycles through your all, your hair because I was like, well, yeah, I've lost 90 percent of my hair. And he was like, yeah, he's like, it just it cycles through all of the spots of your of your head. So I was like, oh, oh. Well, that could be, that might mean that I'm nearing the end of it. If that's, if that is actually the case, oh. I know you can get little flare ups here and there, but that's cool. Oh, uh, <laughs> the only other thing that happened <laughs> was um, nothing, nothing very exciting happened on the plane, which is, oh, oh my gosh. It actually was the most turbulent flight. Oh I've my, you always get the turbulent flights. I like, oh, not that I want to crash in a plane. Really? Geez. Cause you had one like a couple years ago that you said yeah. like scared the shit out of you and everybody clapped. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, no, Susanna. This one, this one was terrifying. I, really? I actually was like, it possibly could have been because I just listened to the podcast, um, the Alive podcast about the the uh, your, the Uruguay oh, yes, rugby yes, team that yes. crashed in the Andes. And, mm-hmm. Andes? I don't know, but oh, I, yeah, I don't I know. One of those big um, mountain ranges. One of those horrible mountain ranges where you can't get out of. So <laughs> I just listened to that and I was like, oh my. But it was one of those where we dropped feet really like airborne dropped came back up like it was just we weren't even being it wasn't just up and down it was like we were being thrown side to side oh it my was goodness so scary I looked at the guy next to me and was like <laughs> like almost, almost oh. to, you could see everybody down the lane was holding on to their armrest oh my god everyone was like people were reading and you could see them put down their books and just like stare straight ahead it was scary Ooh, that which is. i know from my brother-in-law who is an air traffic controller says that planes never crash because of turbulence that's really just not a thing okay yeah he was like don't ever worry about turbulence on a plane it's mechanical it's crashing into a mountaintop it's oh. whatever it is yeah that that <laughs> makes you crash it's no like he he said i'm probably gonna be wrong okay but he said I'm taking it on him you should text him and be yeah. like you're you're whatever you told me helped me through because it was the most terrifying flight yeah. ever <laughs> that would require him to text me back which never happens so <laughs> you're being called out brother-in-law for not texting back <laughs> i think their phones just don't work yeah. i think that's what that oh, i think yeah. that's what the deal perhaps is. Mm-hmm. Oh, those apple phones they just don't work very well <laughs> other than that it was a piece of cake oh that's good Well, New Year's Eve went really well. Can you believe we're 26 minutes into this and we're not even talked about anything yet? Yes, I can. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding? Yes, Yes, I can. All right. So, uh, so New Year's Eve went really well for us. How'd it go for you? Uh, It went, it went swimmingly. We were a little worried. We managed, all of us managed to get out of there without COVID, which was a miracle, minor miracle. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we had um, so it was just the one New Year's Eve, but I had I had an actually really busy week. So this was at the end. So for anybody, I think last time we we 
left off with my with the last episode I was about to have surgery so I ended up having having the surgery um, early December so by the time New Year's Eve came along I was feeling pretty good I haven't hadn't done any other treatment I was just kind of recovering and healing from that whole situation hence why Bernie was gone and everything so by the 22nd the situation of having your boobs chopped my boobs chopped that off one. yes that or actually that scooped one. out Dang. really is probably a better Ugh, <laughs> I know it's really weird so <laughs> never be able to eat ice cream (laughs) you're welcome um so i was feeling really fine by the time new year's eve rolled around i i basically was not fully healed but healed enough where i felt like i could i could do the gig which was interesting because so what they did was they put in spacers instead of so after they did the double mastectomy they put in these little like hard spacers balloon type things which are supposed to give me space for eventually getting the implants in or the permanent implants in so i have these like rock hard (laughs) spacer (laughs) boobs right now everybody's dream i know everybody's dream boob (laughs) no they're not because they're like very i'm just kidding i know they're not painful they feel like i just had a kid and they're full of milk is what they feel mm-hmm. like for all those moms out there that know that Yay. can yeah. So it just feels like they're so stretched that and they're yeah. so full that they're not like it's not terribly comfortable. It's not painful mm-hmm. on a daily basis. It's just uncomfortable. Um, and there's certain positions like my arm movements that will be a little bit painful, but um, otherwise they're yeah they're not that great. But they're still able to fit into a strapless dress like I've never fit into a like strapless a dress dream. before. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like a freaking dream. It was a freaking dream. I I couldn't believe it. I <laughs> wasn't going to wear this specific dress because last time I tried it on, I had your boobs and they, you know. <laughs> and, how dare you? <laughs> and it fell right off. Have we told the Lily story about my boobs? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this would be a good time. Okay, go ahead. Oh, <sighs> I was getting out of the shower. <laughs> This is horrible. We're like they use this podcast to say all of the worst things about ourselves. <laughs> Solidarity, oh, man. Getting, yeah, I was getting out of the shower, and Lily, my four-year-old at the time, had happened to be in there, and she was looking at me funny, and I was like, "What? <laughs> what?" As I was drying off, what? And she just was like, kind of looking at me with her head tilted to the side, and confused look on her face. <laughs> I'm like, "What?" She goes, "Um, your boobies are just a little downy." <laughs> like. Like a straight a hole. She said that. Have off, kind of <laughs> Laughed and then, like in my head was like, "You did this to me, you. <laughs> Your day will you come." You did this to me. I was like, "Yeah, you're not allowed to be in here anymore. Oh Get out." Anyway, so yeah, you don't have that problem. Oh, no more downy boobs. It was amazing. So it like sat there like a perfect shelf. It was wonderful. <laughs> So the only uh, the only problem is that of course I have my port is still so it was a strapless dress oh, and my yeah. port was like on full display but it, it's actually not too bad they did a really good job like the the scar and everything is really small so it's yeah, yeah it's fine but the the only problem I had was the little straps that you hang up on a hanger that go inside the dress they kept like coming oh out God. and I was like how Ugh. many times what how many times do I have to tell you to cut those well obviously but number they- one. Number one trick. Can you just Number one Miss Maine, Miss America trick. Cut the lingerie tags. Obvious. Susanna? Pointless. Go ahead. Wow. Yes, I I understand. I have to tell you. Okay, this was a new dress. 
I wasn't <laughs> expecting to wear it, obviously, as I've just declared. So uh, anyway, I, I wanted to cut them out. Exactly, Pice. So I um, <laughs> asked anybody, I was like, does anybody, we were all sitting in the in the break room the band and I was like does anybody have any scissors and they were like no no none of us have scissors and um Josh goes oh hold on a second I have a lighter I was like you have a lighter what does that what does that mean so he takes his lighter and he burned off my straps I was like sitting there and the whole band is like wide-eyed like what is he doing I like as I would be I know I held like my boobs in place and he like pulled my dress out from under my armpit or whatever and burned each end of the strap like oh. one point I go, careful, Josh, careful. Oh my God. And like the other point he went to the other side and like pulled my, pulled the dress out so that he could do the other side. And I was like, I could see my pasty. I was like, hold on, Josh. Oh. I was like, just <laughs> chill. Oh, no. oh my God. There wasn't a bartender or anyone oh. else around that had scissors. Well, he was so, he was just like, I've got it. I've got it. Don't worry about it. I was like, uh, okay. And I mean, sure enough, he did. So, and he cut them oh. both off. I was like, Oh, wow. how much would I have loved it if your dress caught on fire, though? How about my I hair catching on fire, which oh, is what I was wow. actually That's going about. anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, but it was a gorgeous That's wedding hilarious. at a beautiful hotel in downtown Milwaukee, and there was two bands, actually. There were two weddings going oh, on, wow. so there was a band at each oh, okay. end. Yeah, so there was ours and then another one, and of course, because I'm judgmental, I wanted to go see the other band Obviously. while we were on our break, so I went in and I was pleasantly surprised that we were far better. <laughs> gonna say that you're pleasantly surprised that you were way better (laughs) yeah actually it was really because this I mean this building is like really old school style like it's where kind of all the yeah that's really yeah you've been there before and um so the band was like so not dressed they 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 looked yeah they looked like like soccer dads like one of the and they were young. I was like, what are you, come on, guys. Like, it's New, on Year's, New Year's, Eve. Year's I know. I was like, yeah. it's New Year's Eve. You're at a wedding at a historical, ornate, gorgeous building. Like, dress up. Don't mm-hmm. wear your short sleeve polo shirt and your khaki no, cargo pants. No, what? Like, what are you doing? No. Yeah. So that was kind yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, we, we felt the same way. Uh, ours was not a wedding. It was a New Year's Eve party, basically, at a really nice, um, a really nice hotel in Maine. But yeah, well, the, all the guys wore tuxes. Oh, yeah. Uh, wore yeah. like black tie. And I, it was funny because I never get to wear white because mm-hmm. of brides. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to wear white this time. This is never, yeah. never happens. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do this. So all of us were like, wow, we, we look good. We should take a picture. This is great. Yes. Well, exactly. I mean, it's those types of gigs where I'm like, okay, I'm going to wear my fanciest dress literally mm-hmm. like new year's eve because everybody's in like glitter and like sequin dresses and stuff like that so totally so yeah i mean i i ended up wearing my velvet like maroon long strap like a mm, like really yes. nice pretty dress and um because of that but there like there's this one chick at the other wedding not not at ours but at the other wedding and like I, when i tell you her butt was hanging out i mean oh, she was wearing no. a dress where she just walked it was like a short oh. romper dress with like really billowy yes. Yes. billowy shorts and it's at least negative two in milwaukee yes in exactly it's gotta be <laughs> yes. but it was like every time she walked i was like butt cheek butt cheek like half no. of her butt like not even just like oh you see the crease of her butt cheek was it a romper or yes, a skirt it was a romper type of dress so it was shorts yeah but it was like major like, well, wedgie. These are shorts so yeah like major wedgie shorts i was like what would possess you but it was interesting because um of covid this poor bride she said that this had been two years coming oh but um everyone yeah. had a really great time this one girl put her phone in her dress by her boobs like sweetheart yeah, neckline yeah, done that 
and but faced it outwards so that the camera oh. was facing out and so that it was like trying to catch everything and she was just like puffing her chest out and like dancing around everybody and everyone's like dancing into her boobs because she's trying to take oh a video and <laughs> Bob and I looked at each other we were just like laughing and she took it out and you could tell that it didn't work she like kind of like put her arms to the side and was just like shaking her head like no no it didn't work I was like well yeah because your sweaty body is probably pushing the button on and off on and off but um oh, yeah it was, God, it was funny but we also had That's great because of COVID again we had a couple subs because a couple of our band members ended up having COVID and needed to sub out which usually the subs are people we know a lot but one of the one of the guys we'd never played with him before um however the problem with a sub is that they are not used to the flow necessarily Mm -hmm. of the of the gig so he he played excellently but in between songs he took a second to get to the next chart because he's not used to playing like that sure sammy is usually like playing the intro to the next song before we even end the previous song Mm -hmm. you know so that we can just keep going keep going but pretty much every song we had to pause for like five to ten seconds in order to change so it was like a little bit yeah it was it was not ideal it was unavoidable and it wasn't we didn't sound bad it was just unavoidable yeah Um, and this like one chick in the audience kept being like play something let's go i know and i just was like chick (laughs) you don't understand what's going on right now and i promise you we we are i promise you we're gonna play something for you but give us a second and and they they don't know you know they can't possibly Mm -hmm. know that it's a sub and but it's just like partly some of that stuff is just like annoying again i just can't imagine going to someone's place of work and yelling at them i know i know yeah to like do better what what? play something fun like okay dude (laughs) it was uh it was really beautiful they had the balloons drop at the end although they were slightly Mm -hmm. late (laughs) so was ours really (laughs) yeah i was like (laughs) we were kind of bob was like there was three minutes on the clock so we started playing something quick that we could end and then like Mm -hmm. 30 seconds in one of the guests like showed us his phone and it was 30 seconds until midnight and i was like bob (laughs) cut it cut it and so we just like stopped the song midway and then started the countdown which was fine they they all you know loved it the guests didn't mind at all um but the staff was also caught unaware because we saw i saw this poor guy like running from one end of the room to the other one as we're singing as it's like old lang sign is singing and like we're scissors jumping through the air in slow motion trying to cut this on time and he's like trying to pull the string and then nothing happens and he has to like shake it and like it comes down from one side to the other like not all at once but like as like a slow worm so it was really funny but everyone you know was giving high fives and stuff everyone everyone loved it but the only um (laughs) the only problem was our bass player was one of the guys who was a sub and um we had multiple subs that day but this this guy he played so good except for the fact so well i know i knew you were gonna say so well (laughs) you played so well but he was very very loud he played oh. so loud that my vision was blurring when he was playing. That's too loud. Susie. When I, your vision blurs, oh my, that's too loud. And like, and I, I felt physically ill by the end of the night. And I'm like recovering from surgery. And I was like, okay, I'm dying a little bit. And it's Maybe someone o'clock. told you you shouldn't have done it. I know. And it was like one o'clock in the morning. And we haven't played that yeah. late in a long time. And so I was like physically. And then I had this giant headache because I... I do believe a combination of everything, but on top of it was this, this bass was so loud. Uh, Susie, I, I'm, I can't even Could you. Tell not you. tell him to turn down? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if anybody did. I, I didn't at one point and it was like towards the end of the night where I was like, oh my gosh, every time he plays a low note, my, my, my oh. head vibrates. 
Like it That's was crazy. Yeah, it was really it was really too loud. So I mean, nobody. Wow, that that happened one time in care, a but. in a show that I did, not a wedding, but like a tribute show, and the ba- the bass player was so incredibly loud I couldn't hear myself singing. And I at some point, like wow. you don't want to be the diva that's no, like everybody right. else turned down so that I can hear myself, but in like people go and listen to shows when there's vocals when there's songs that they know to right. hear the actual words that are if you can't hear the vocals on top of everything it's to me it's stupid it's Ugh. just so incredibly frustrating but i had to turn down or turn around to this guy and be like you have to turn down i know this is not what you want to hear but you have to turn down i'm sorry like i can't hear anything yeah but that that was that was the end of the night it was good it was late it was exhausting but i was glad i got to do one final gig with bob before he ended his his career with north coast orchestra so now he's done and um he did have one final gig in january but i'm not there for that so no you're not yep well we we actually also had a sub too but it was a sub from our band that He's um, my favorite. Which is so great. Andy <laughs> Robbins, he's so wonderful. Love, love, love being able to play with him again. Um, the coolest thing about this gig was because it was not a wedding, we really were able to play a whole, a really long dinner set. Really, mm. really long, which is great for me. I get to warm up forever for a yeah. couple hours. So it was just really refreshing. I haven't sung that long um, in a long time. I haven't sung that type of stuff that long if since, you know, for a, a a while I mean even even in wedding season we don't do a dinner set that long yeah yeah everything went great food was excellent it's a five diamond uh hotel restaurant so the food was incredible and it was was wonderful one of these days if I'm not ever playing on New Year's Eve maybe me and Jack will be able to go out and actually have a fun New Year's Eve like that (laughs) yeah that's hilarious (laughs) oh I forgot to tell you uh, I just heard today, just got a call today from Wedding Wire saying that Mixology won Couples Choice 2022. No way! That's amazing! I know! Oh my gosh! Very awesome! That's wicked cool! Several years in a row now. Susie, that's yeah. wicked cool! Wedding Wire told you you won Couples Choice? Couples Choice 2022, which is yeah. definitely, it's at least the it's at least the second or third year we've run in one in a row, which is great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. People better book you fast. They're going to, they're going to see you're yeah. popular now. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Bernie, can you say congratulations? Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, Bernadette. Thank you, Daddy. Say good job. Yum. Good girl. Say, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> cutie pie <laughs> wow congrats Suze. that's yeah, awesome that's really cool so good good for you mixology we did it did it again well done but yeah so that was that was it actually i'm going home this weekend for another quick wedding okay, and, yeah. uh, well i'm not it for so unless months. something yeah. exciting and brilliant no, you'll be throwing up oh i'll be i'll be throwing up yeah well speaking of throwing <laughs> up let's give a quick little update on my um my cancer continuance okay uh Bless. so everybody i know we already mentioned i had the surgery and we were waiting on whether or not i needed chemo and um, spoiler alert, I do. <laughs> so um, I'm going to be doing chemo for the next few months, but I think it'll it'll go fine. So what they how they explained as to why I needed chemo was called oncotyping. And what they do is they take the mass that they found during surgery and they, they biopsy it basically. So what was kind of crazy to me is they found two masses, which they only thought at first that there was one. So through all the MRIs and ultrasounds and all that stuff, they only thought they saw one. And then during surgery, there was the original one that was two centimeters or 1.7 centimeters and then there was a tiny one right next to it already growing so they ended up taking those two out um they tested my lymph nodes in my armpit to make sure that it hadn't traveled yet and it had not so I didn't need radiation I don't need radiation um which is awesome but so they sent away that biopsy of the mass this can change based on your type of cancer I think and also your age and other 
factors, but what they told me for my specifics was zero to 11 would be low, a low grade, meaning I probably wouldn't need chemo. 11 to 26 is that medium range where they said they would probably uh, tell me I needed it anyway, even though it was in a medium to low range. And then 26 and above would be, yes, high, you definitely need chemo. So my number came back and mine was 42. And I know you already know this, but um, because it was 42, that number apparently means is the percentage of reoccurrence if I didn't do anything, which was crazy and scary to me. Close enough to 50, do it. I know. Goodbye. Well, I know no in, choice. A, in an earlier episode, I had said that 30% of women get reoccurrence without stuff. And so being 42, I was like, oh, yikes. I'm like already way above that. No, no, no. So they ended up yep. telling me that like Christmas Eve. The day before Christmas Eve? Merry Christmas to me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I was honestly Chemo happy. it is. Yeah, chemo happening. Okay. I was, um, it was partly why I was happy to be able to do the New Year's Eve gig because we uh, started chemo first week of January. So I've already done one round and I've already felt the results of one round of chemo. Um, and let me tell you, it's exactly what you thought you it would be. <laughs> um, surprise, surprise, no surprise. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was interesting. It, it, they, it went really well. Like the actual day of chemo went really well. It ended up being about a five to six hour process, mostly because I'm doing what's called cold capping. And that is trying to preserve my hair. So I understand. Who needs hair? Yeah. I'm fully, fully aware that I will not be keeping all of my hair. I'm fully aware. I haven't lost any of it yet. Who needs hair? (laughs) That's what I'm telling you. I know. Honestly, like, not that I ever would want you to have alopecia. I do. But yeah. But the fact that you. I'll take it back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So apparently. And so how this cold capping works is you put what looks like a swim cap over your head and it has this fluid that runs through it throughout the entire chemo process before and two hours after. And it cools your head temperature down to like... It's really sexy. It's really sexy. I'll definitely Mm -hmm. post a picture of me with it on. Definitely. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. And it has... It's like a negative, negative degree temperature. It's supposed to attack your hair follicles um, or at least attach itself to your hair follicles so that they close up so that the chemo doesn't get to attack your hair follicles because chemo what it does is it goes right for the fast growing cells and hair growth is one of those fast growing things that it just knocks out right away bull bull i don't believe fast growing it hair is fast growing yeah i I know but so this is you sit with it on your head you wet your hair before it all happens you sit with it on your head i had it on i had a major brain freeze and then your head goes numb and it's pretty bearable but i had the chin strap on for so long that like i could barely open my mouth and eat because it was so tight on my head but my hair is really, really thick. So whether it actually cooled properly throughout the entire scalp is gonna be yet to be seen. But I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it. I have four rounds. They're gonna be three weeks apart. So I'll be done early March and that will be that. And then on to new boobs. Mm-hmm. If you could just quickly post a picture of you in the cold cap and in mid chemo throw up. Oh, I know. The sexiest group of pictures you've ever seen. (laughs) I'm sure nothing everybody wants to actually see. I know. (laughs) Everyone's been very supportive and sweet. I had like four or five days where I was like really sick, but not like not nauseous sick. I had I was nauseous, but but bearable. Like the pills they gave me were great. I had one day where I threw up and it was once and it was quick and that was it. And um, I just the biggest annoyance the whole time was just I had the most giant headache. 
and I could not shake mm-hmm. it. And even today, you know, like eight, nine days after, um, I still kind of have like a residual headache. And um, so that that was the most annoying because like I couldn't watch anything. I couldn't read. Mm. I had to just basically stay in a dark room. <laughs> there was one day where I did not come out of my room except to pee, get some saltine so I could eat my pills and then go back to bed. Like I, I just didn't. It was it was really kind of crazy. So. Um, kind of sounds like a dream honestly I know yeah great dream (laughs) yeah so they but it it ended up yeah it ended up being fine and I was able to find out that I definitely would like help for the next time the rounds come in (laughs) so family Mm -hmm. is mobilized and are planning to come out to help me for the next round Mm -hmm. so um but otherwise totally nothing unexpected it was like having a flu for four days straight and sucky without the throwing up (laughs) because I really didn't throw up I just you know lost about seven pounds and (laughs) throwing up is my most hated thing yeah it's awful I hate throwing up so much yeah it comes up my nose every time yep Mm -hmm. there's no stopping it Mm -hmm. every time yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just been kind of weird. The weird part, too, is like the the spacers that I have with the boobs. Like I have like phantom itching, mm. like where I'll feel like my hair is like tickling or like itching part of my boob. But I, everything is numb because they took all of my nerves and all of the right. you know, all that tissue. So everything is numb. So I'll like try to itch where I think is itchy and nothing happens because it's numb. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, that so. is really weird. Mm-hmm. Well, the one really cool thing that actually happened that I wasn't expecting was my archbishop called me. Whoa. Yeah. I know. Really? I've been meaning to tell you this. Yeah, we were hanging out like I don't know, it was like a week or two ago hanging out with the bishop no we were hanging jack and i were hanging out like around dinner time and dropping names all over the place (laughs) and we get this phone call so i used to work for the archdiocese and so i i don't know him know him but i I knew him he knows who i am and stuff and we've chatted before but um i didn't know he knew what was going on and um so he (laughs) yeah he i we get this like 414 number calling and I think it's a doctor because we get so many of those. And so I was like, oh, Jack, just answer it for me real quick. And so Jack is like, it's dinner time. So he's, he was like, hello, hello? Yeah, who is this? Oh, um, yep. J- just a minute. Yeah, let me put her on the phone for you. And he looks because it's the archbishop. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, That's so nice. Yeah, it was really, really sweet. Wow. So yeah, he called just to say he was thinking about That's us really and nice. praying for us and Aww. just like wishes us the best of luck and like chatted for a little bit and. Jack invited him over for dinner. I was like, how about... Of course he did. No. (laughs) Not that I don't want the Archbishop to come over, but like, how about we not put that on my plate right now? How about we wait a little bit longer? How about we we go out to dinner? How about that? Mm, That's a good idea. Go out to dinner. Yeah. I would rather not have to cook for an Archbishop. That would be good. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. He likes food. Yeah. So anyway, but that was really cool. And it's just kind of like another... not a saint yet. Yeah. It was was really sweet. It was really nice to, to have somebody like that That's call really and um yeah, and yeah. Be in your corner so wow mm-hmm. really cool mm-hmm. well if you need someone to pray for you an archbishop i'll is take it the guy to go to yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so onward and upward very cool yeah and yes. and everything will be fine and um everything's looking good looking good for a strong year of weddings for all of you yes well i was just gonna say we have i already have a couple inquiries of and and um emails written to people who i would like to interview and we have some good stuff coming up for you. Yeah, it'll be a few more months until we actually have regular episodes coming out again. But definitely stay tuned. Don't um, don't forget to keep sending your emails. We definitely would love to do another listener tale. I know that there's more crazy stories out there from people who've gone to weddings. So before before we go, I have like one little one little story I forgot to tell you about Rose. Okay, better be funny. Rose, um, well, Rose Pepper is crazy nowadays. She <laughs> is 
so she's funny and she loves to make me laugh and she makes crazy faces and she's afraid of Gollum and all kinds of things there goes the crackhead that I see each morning (laughs) (laughs) yeah so anyway so we're just like playing and because she's the only one home because everyone else is at school uh we like we'll just play a lot together precious which is wonderful so I was making dinner prepping dinner the other day and I had she was playing with an onion and she thought it was hilarious that you could like peel it and whatever that it was rollable <laughs> so she got a, got a bunch of um like mixing bowls and was was basically like putting the onion underneath mixing them up and trying to have me guess which Aww. one it was under so which was very cute so we were just playing that and at some point during this game i thought i heard the mailman come to the front door so i went to the front door to look um and we have our front door is has windows along the edges of it like little like 12 by 6 yeah, sure. little windows around it um anyway so i go over there and i check and i look at the door and nothing and then i hear just like a big crack Ooh. and i turned around rose threw the onion through <gasps> the window oh <laughs> i turned around and was like rose oh, what are you thinking no. she just threw it immediately burst into tears <laughs> sorry 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 i was like you threw an onion through my window <laughs> what i never thought those words would come out of my mouth oh my god why gosh. did you do that she just goes, I just didn't like the onion anymore. I just didn't like it anymore. So I threw it. I was like, what? Oh my gosh. Be like, hey, I guess, let me tell you, if you unwrap that onion, you won't like it even more. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Rosie. I'm going to go get it and I'm going to cut it up and make you sit there. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, buddy. Oh, oh Charlie came out of the office and was like, what was that? And I was like, Rose, just threw an onion through the window. <laughs> to say this in a non-stupid way I was like Rose, Rose go to your room oh, oh my, my god that's funny oh, and awful both of us are like great oh. now we have to get someone to custom fit yeah. a new window in here that's annoying god oh mighty Rose <laughs> well at least it wasn't the entire giant window I guess <laughs> I mean the rest of the day the kids thought it was hilarious they got home from school and they were like you did what the rest of the day it was just like well are you going to throw an onion through the window ever again? <laughs> Are you going to throw anything ever again? What Absolutely do we not, not do when we're mad? What do we not throw do? Onions. Throw onions through throw windows. Throw onions. Don't throw an onion, yes. idiot. <laughs> you idiot. Well, thanks you for listening, idiot. everybody. I appreciate you guys tuning in for this special little update episode. Uh, keep your eyes out. We might do another one. Might not. Who knows? Uh, just to keep you on Make your sure toes. Make sure to limbo in the airport and don't throw your onions. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. I know. It's really great. Keep, uh, keep We'll keep you updated through our Instagram page, which is at Diaries of a Wedding Singer. And you can also keep up to date with Susie's band at Mixology Band. And keep up to my with my band at North Coast Orchestra. And remember to send us your emails at diariesofawedingsinger at gmail.com. All right, guys. Mm-hmm. Wish me luck. Pray for me. I'm about to head into round two of chemo. Let's do this. Let's do it. <laughs>